Hey everybody, welcome back to the Tucker Talk. You ever just get slapped in the face by inspiration? Like you're just doing something in the middle of your day and then all of a sudden you just get really inspired? Like something triggers a memory or an idea and you're like, wow, I should I should act on this right now. Well, that literally just happened to me while I was making my coffee this morning. It's It's Sunday, so it's the day before I usually do my podcast thing. And I try not to procrastinate like this, but you know. That's life. So I'm sitting out in the kitchen, making my coffee for the morning, and this idea hits me in the face for a podcast. So back when I first started really getting into podcasts, I would listen to Matt Diavella, and he's like my huge minimalist inspiration and everything. I love him. Go check out his content. He's a great YouTuber, all that jazz. So he had a, an episode on his podcast where he brought someone who, um, I can't remember his name, and it's horrible of me, but I'm going to put it in my blog post that'll go along with this podcast. Um, and I'll hopefully find that episode, and I'll link that as well so you can listen to it. But he's talking to one of his friends, a creative who created um, a coffee franchise. Not a franchise. Well, no. Kind of. I mean, he's an owner of multiple coffee shops, and he created a brand that sells like coffee beans and all those things, right? Anyway, point of this... So they're sitting there talking to the podcast, and he talked about how, like, when they're appealing to different audiences, he's talking about people who are, like, coffee enthusiasts and versus people who are, like, they come in, they're on their way to work, they just want their coffee, and they want to get out and go, you know? And he talked about how he's had, like, an instance where um, someone came up to the counter, you know, like, regular business dude, you know, the, the typical suit, briefcase, whatever, and he said, I want... Uh, coffee of some sort, you know, something really plain Jane. And he asked something specific, like, do you want, you know, whole milk, almond milk? Do you want that? How do you want, do you want that steamed? Whatever, you know, something really specific that only someone who's really into coffee would understand, like the roast of the beans, all that crap. And the guy just looked at him like, I, I just want coffee, dude. Like I'm in a rush. Just get me out of here. And it was funny because when he, when he mentioned that, he said he wants his restaurant or his coffee shop to appeal to, a variety of audiences so people who are enthusiasts and love it and are you know it's a it's a craft it's a hobby but then also people who just like coffee it's part of their daily routine they just want it they don't care how it's made they don't really care specifically like what the brand of coffee is they just need coffee to get them going so i'm sitting there thinking about this episode while i'm making my coffee in the kitchen and it's you know just the plain jane Folgers out of the can into the little filter and the coffee filter. Watch it drip. I've got my plain creamer in there and my sugar, and I'm good to go, right? So it was making me think. And I also uh, posted the Snapchat just a little bit ago before I started doing this. And um, those of you who follow me on there have probably seen it by now. But it said uh, something about you know creativity and use this time because. Oh yeah, uh, not that I really want to talk about it on the podcast, but it's probably going to come up. Oh yeah, we're all under like a lockdown right now. Basically, we're quarantining, quarantining ourselves because of COVID-19, all that fun jazz. I'm not going to dwell on it. But anyway, yes, we're all trapped indoors right now for a little while. And so I mentioned on there, you know, use this time to like explore your creativity, like that thing you've been wanting to try or, or look into that hobby, whatever. The point of all this is to talk about not letting the professionals and the people who um, 
create a, an aura of uh, intimidation around a, a hobby or some type of artistic venture, not letting them intimidate you to the point where you don't want to venture out and explore those hobbies and, and, and things yourselves. Um, I know. So for example, uh, I was, I was obsessed for, with photography for years and I, well, first of all, I didn't think I could get into it because I thought I had to have a lot of money. Like I just always thought, wow, in order to be a photographer, I've got to invest in like really expensive equipment. Uh, otherwise my pictures are going to look like shit and it, it's, it'll be horrible and I'll just get made fun of whatever. And I would watch YouTube tutorial after YouTube tutorial about photography and the, you know, like composition and workings of that kind of stuff. Um, all those lighting, uh, equipment, everything I can think of, skills, whatever. And it, while it did inspire me to get more into photography, I also got really intimidated because I'm looking at all these people who do this as like a profession, like especially wedding and event photographers. Like it can be very, very lucrative if you market yourself correctly and you do those types of things. But it's also really, I'm sorry, it's also really intimidating for someone who's just like a hobbyist or wants to kind of get into it just for the, the art because they love it and they think it's really cool and it's a creative outlet. When I finally took the the, the jump and got myself a nice camera and started doing photography stuff, I, I started practicing on my friends and things. And then people started hiring me to do like little photo shoots and headshot stuff. And it, it was awesome. And I ended up being able to pay for my equipment like that way. And that was like one of my goals when I bought it was, Hey, when I do this, if I, if I commit to buying this equipment, I have to be able to pay it off with this hobby before I give up on it. And I, when I was able to do that, I realized you don't have to be someone who wants to make a professional career out of this hobby or this art, you know, artistic venture in order to pursue it. If you want to try to paint, if you want to try to sing and, or create music or write music, I'm trying to think of all kinds of other things, like little things like making jewelry, those types of things. Don't let the people out there who, you know, go balls to the wall with everything intimidate you to the point where you're not even willing to step in and try something like that, something new. I find that a lot of people hesitate and hold back because they're afraid they're going to get made fun of because they're not good at it when they start out. I'm sorry, but very rarely is anyone really good at something when they first try it or first start out. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's the prodigies. I get it, but I'm talking about, you know, the everyday people like ourselves who just want to try something and practice at it. And it doesn't have to be for someone else. It can be for yourself. My boyfriend recently got a cello <laughs> at a an antique store that we both frequent pretty close to where we live. And at first I kind of rolled my eyes at him and I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, he's went and got a cello now. I'm going to have to deal with that in our small ass apartment. But he put wood filler on it he stained it he polished it and he fixed it. i mean he like restrang the whole thing and it looks amazing and he started practicing with it and he's learned to tune it and it's just something that he said he's always been fascinated with string instruments and he decided to take a chance he saw the cello and he's like man i'm just gonna buy that it's cheap it was like 40 dollars uh, which i think is insane for like how nice of a cello it is i mean it needed some work but it, it's amazing it's beautiful and I was so proud of him because he took that chance, even though he had a lot of friends who were like instrumentalists in college and things like that. Um, I myself have, and I've always thought that was really intimidating. And so I, I'm not, I wasn't even like, even though it wasn't a hobby that I was interested in or some type of art that I wasn't interested in, I was hesitant to encourage him because of the like professional instrumentalists I know that play string instruments 
isn't that sad? Like, it should have nothing to do with that. I should want to support him, no, you know, no matter how good he is at it or how bad he is at it. It doesn't matter. The fact is, he saw it, he was interested in it, and he pursued it, and he, he took the jump, and he didn't really care what anyone else thought, and I love that. And so I, I want you to feel that way when you see something like that that you want to try out. And I, I keep using a lot of art stuff as examples. I mean, like, career things, too. I mean, if you're trying to be an engineer or something like that in school, and you are taking those courses and things like that, you're going to see people who are going to surpass you or be way better than you in like certain areas of that career path. And maybe that should encourage you to find, I know I'm using the word niche, like I use that all the time, but your niche in that type of career path, like what are you really good at and what skill can you hone around that that will make you stand out and give you your your own competitive advantage as an individual. So I just want everyone to feel like they can give things an opportunity, especially right now while you're sitting at home and you're secluded. I mean, still talk to your friends and family. We have the internet. We have smartphones. Please stay connected. I I hate the word or the phrase social distancing. I just think it should be physical distancing because social distancing makes it sound like we shouldn't like talk to each other at all. And I've seen people ranting about that right now online. And I totally agree. I'm like, no, it's it's physical distancing. Like I I don't want you to stop being social. Like you can be social without having to be with someone in person. I mean, I I would consider phone calls social, consider videos social, that kind of thing. So right now, while you're sitting inside and you're thinking of things to do to occupy your time, or you've just gotten laid off, which I know a lot of people are right now, and it sucks. I feel very fortunate to be able to work from home right now, even though, yes, the the, the stuff that I'm doing is still being rocked by this whole coronavirus thing. Uh, I, I want you to explore some videos, read some blogs, tutorials, things like that about something that you're looking to get into or something that you've always been curious about, and you just you just never had the confidence to because you felt like, if I'm not committed fully to this and want it to be something that I can make money off of, then why would I waste my time? It's not a waste of time if it's something that makes you happy and if you're interested in it. For the longest time, I spent two years watching YouTube videos and learning about camera stuff before I ever finally picked up a camera for the first time. And when I did, it changed my life. I, I've i never regretted more anything more than not trying to pursue photography sooner. And it's not something I ever want to make a profession out of. I'll I'll never build a business solely off of photography, but I'll always be into photography. And I'll always be looking at new equipment and thinking things are cool and listening to podcasts about photography in that specific area because it's just something that, honestly, I get lost in and it makes me happy. And I know everyone out there has something like that, that you know, you, you've always wanted to kind of pursue and get into. And even if you don't have money to invest in tools or things like that, just learn about it. Just watch videos, talk to people who are doing it. You know, that was another thing I did was I got with friends who are into photography and I asked them a bunch of questions like, what camera do you use? How long have you been doing it? Do you have a portfolio I can look at for like inspiration, things like that? Do the same thing. I know you know someone out there that is doing that thing or know someone who knows someone and get in touch with them, have some coffee or something. Well, don't go have coffee because, you know, coronavirus. But I mean, like, you know, have a conversation with them, text them, chat with them, whatever, and and just and find out more about that thing. So I hope this was helpful. I look forward to many more broadcasts during this really weird time and uncertain time for everybody. But at the same time, it's you can be creative and you can look into new things while we, we have this time to just relax and and decompress a little bit 
try not to read too much news, fake news. I mean, stay informed, don't get me wrong, but don't, you know, overindulge on it all the time because that's not helpful for anyone. Just make sure you keep washing your hands and stay indoors for now. And hopefully we'll all get through this really soon. So talk to you guys later. See you next week.